Hey there, I'm Dr. John with Freedom Family Chiropractic, and I'm starting this podcast called Jamming with John, The Connection Cast, to get to know more local businesses. My goal through the podcast is to interview a small business or a local business on Mondays and provide some cool tips, tricks, or motivations on Fridays. The interview weekly will be around why the business was created, what it means to them, and get to know their motto, mission, and what drives them. But honestly, The main goal behind it all is to get to know the person behind the small business. I hope you are excited to join me along this journey. And if you like this podcast, definitely share it out with a friend. Welcome podcast listeners to another interview episode of Jamming with Jen, the Connection Cast. Today I have Jody Anderson on with Jody Anderson Holistic Health and Massage for Women. Today we jump into uh, talking about how uh, she got into massage therapy. We chat about the nervous system in general, how massage has an effect on the nervous system, and then some big values in her life. So let's jump right in. Welcome everybody. This is Jody Anderson. Hi. She is the owner of Jody Anderson Holistic Health and Massage for Women. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to do this. Of course. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'd love to. So yeah, I am a licensed massage therapist. Um, I've been a licensed massage therapist for almost nine years. Um, I'm married to my awesome husband, Kirk, and I'm a mom to a three and a four-year-old. I'd say that pretty much sums me up. (laughs) Perfect. So how long have you been doing massage? Yeah, so I've been doing massage for about nine years. Um, I've done different kinds of massage over that time. Like when I first started, I was working mostly with um, pain, chronic pain, um, that, that kind of clientele people struggling with back issues, shoulder issues, those kinds of things. Um, But in the last, like, I would say five years or so, I've been working mostly with just women who are struggling with um, depression, anxiety, and severe stress and things like that. Okay. So how did you make that that pivot? Um, Well, okay. So I guess I'm going to (laughs) rewind for 10 years (laughs) and I'll make it, I'll make this story short. Um, about 10 years ago, um, when my now husband Kirk and I, uh, we went out to South Dakota to help his parents clean up and shut down their family health food store. It was like a health food store supplement, uh, herbal supplement shop kind of thing. Um, and so we went out there to help clean it up and shut it down. And my husband and I were both at a place in our lives that was difficult with our jobs. It wasn't in line with our dreams. Um, and so we decided to seize the opportunity and move out there to revive the store. And so long story short, long story short, we did revive the store over the course of four years. Um, and it was headed in a really healthy and exciting direction, but uh, we felt called by God to sell it and move back to Wisconsin to be closer to our family. Um, but during those first two years of having the store, I was really bored. It was slow and it was boring and it was fun and exciting but to, to learn about the store, but there just wasn't a lot of customers and I wasn't connecting with people well. And so Kirk really encouraged me to go to massage school. Um, and I did. So for two, nearly two years, I drove to Sioux Falls, um, which was about an hour south of where we were living. Um, and I eventually became a licensed massage therapist. And so that's how it started. I started working with clients who had pain. 
And the more I saw women coming in who are just stressed, like a lot of them were business owners, like women who own businesses. They're like, I'm so stressed out. I have kids. Like, I totally get it. I, you know, it's, it's running, you know, too, Jen, it's hard. It's not hard. It's just stressful running a business. There's a lot to do. You wear a lot of hats. And so I was just, I was just felt so fulfilled helping those women find peace and um, help them find a path to less anxiety and less stress. And I started learning more about how massage helps with depression symptoms. And I just feel so, my heart is so full helping those people. So that's how I made the pivot <laughs> to answer okay. your question. A really Perfect. Long <laughs> so we met through that women's social boosting like Facebook group. And um, so I thought it was interesting. So we met probably like a month ago on a Zoom yeah. chat. And yeah. it was like, um, yeah, we're doing pretty much, we're like going down the same direction. Yes. yes. Working I was so help women. But like in two totally different, not totally different because it, they both work with the nervous system, both work with yes. body and health and yes. healing, but like looking at healing um, women naturally. Yes. So I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. It's like love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait until after this Safer at Home is lifted and we'll have to get lunch, coffee, or whatnot. Yeah. Can we just chat about the parasympathetic nervous system for like two hours? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we could probably do that here, but I think we'd have a lot of people probably turn the, turn the <laughs> that's fair. But tell me more. Okay. So I was, I was going through your website, obviously looking okay. at all the different things that you do. Um, and you have a number of different types of massages you have on there, but you have one that's literally there for parasympathetic, right? Is that um, or? I actually don't have that one listed, um, okay. but it is like, yeah, the whole massage is designed to just calm your nervous system and, you know, the, the rest and digest system. The point is to activate that, deactivate your fight or flight system that we often can get stuck in <laughs> um, and just really focus on finding that calm, finding that peace and teaching like clients will learn after they have had a whole hour, hour and a half of resting and feeling that calm. You learn how to access that in your daily life um, more often once you practice it more. And, um, so yeah, I do. I love to work with that. I just love to help people find their calm. <laughs> yes. So maybe before I guess we go further into some of the massages, just talking about, so the, the nervous system has two different sides. The parasympathetic side is your brake pedal that rest, digest, growth, healing, development, all those good things. And then we've got the gas pedal, the yeah. sympathetic side, which is that fight or flight free situation. So yes, just I love how you summarize that. Perfect. Yes. Like just so people know what, <laughs> yeah. what the two sides are. Not yeah. that they're like, what are these two people talking about? <laughs> Thank you. Um, Good summary. Yeah. So you uh, tell me more about the um, the massage, the type of massage that you are currently working towards. Okay. So I am currently taking. I, I've been taking an online class. It's been going on for a while. There's just there's kind of some bumps in the road there, but I've been taking a class uh, for Ashiatsu, which is massage. It is. It just stands for. Uh, pressure with your foot. So it's massaging people with my feet. And I haven't like had, a, I haven't had a chance to practice this since we've been closed for so long um, because of COVID-19. But um, I have had a chance to practice a lot on my husband. Um, so that's been good. But yeah, so the whole point is, um, I guess, 
when you when I'm working with clients who are dealing with um, some pain in their which I do still work with some clients with pain in their backs um, take for instance you just have sore shoulders and you if you have a massage therapist sink a pointy elbow into that sore muscle it can cause pain and pain in a massage is counterproductive if you tense up your body even sub subconsciously you're not going to have as effective of a treatment and so when you sink a sharp pointy elbow into a knot and it causes any kind of pain it just it just isn't going to be as effective so when you can take a heel a soft heel and use more pressure and have it be less painful um, the massage can be even more effective so that's what i'm learning i'm just learning to use my feet to massage so it can be more comfortable and i can deliver a deeper pressure massage for the clients who need that so it's exciting and it's kind of weird i've been getting some weird reactions but <laughs> for the most part people are like hey if it helps me feel better i don't really care <laughs> exactly well, i'm excited for you on that thank you i'm gonna have to try that out yeah. Yeah. I'll, I would love to have your feedback. <laughs> um, so what is something that you, when you first got started that you didn't know that you wish you would have known now? Oh yeah. Um, I guess I wish I had known about the Dunning-Kruger effect. I don't know if you're familiar with this or for those who aren't, uh, it's the thing where you first start learning about something and you think you know it all and you're just, a, you're a pro. You started learning about it, you know everything, and you tell everybody everything about it. And then as you learn more, you find out you're like, oh man, I really don't know as much about this as I thought I did. I'm never gonna like learn enough. I'm never gonna understand this. And that's how I feel about massage. I did a few years ago anyway. I'm like, there's just so much to know. How can I tell people one thing and it be right? I don't wanna hurt anyone. And then at the end of that Dunner, or Kruger-Dunning effect, uh, the, the Dunning-Kruger, what am I saying that? Did I get that mixed up now? Um, either way, at the end of that, you kind of learn as an expert that there is a lot to know, but you know enough to keep people safe and do no harm, which I think for all healthcare practitioners is the goal. Do no harm. And I feel like I'm finally entering into that zone where, yeah, there's a ton I don't know. There's a ton science doesn't know about massage, but we know enough that I can keep people safe. <laughs> right. And help yeah. them. Yeah. Um, that's so interesting that you say that because... I mean, like within chiropractic, we take an oath like to do no harm and yeah. all medical professionals, like yes. we all, you know, are looking to do no harm. So we are doing the best um, with the knowledge that we have, yes. but science, like literally, like we know, we know a ton about the human body, but there's so much we don't know. Yeah. And when I talk to people and they look at like an organ as just like this like encapsulated in like one specific area, not thinking that it's all connected. Like the body yeah. is really connected. There's fascia that is wired between it all. And even like fascia, like we're just learning more about that. Yes. They, do you know that they used to, I'm sure you know this, they used to just throw away the fascia when they were studying cadavers. Like yeah. only until recently have they started studying that. Like what? It's such an important thing. I had no idea. Right. So in chiropractic school, we work a lot with cadavers in the oh, okay. first year. And yeah. yeah, so a lot of that's like, obviously, you know, cut right through, like gone. I mean, some of these cadavers have been there for years. So sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah um, but there's some, I'll have to like share some um, documentaries that one of my friends has like helped with. Um, and she's gone to like this I think worldwide, like fascia conference in Germany last year, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yes, it is. I love, I just love it. It cracks me up, but it is so exciting. <laughs> yeah. So we we may have lost a couple of people. Right now, 
<laughs> but it, enough about fascia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways, so uh, I want to backtrack a little bit with this whole like health food store that you and your husband oh, yeah, sure. like had taken over. So is it still running or? Yeah, well, I don't know for sure. It was as of like a year ago and okay. they had a really strong Facebook presence and that's kind of the only way that I was keeping track. Cause you know, yeah. when you sell a business, you don't want to like be a helicopter parent like it was our baby and so yeah. we you know we sold it and we just kind of let go and so we would follow them on Facebook and that kind of thing yeah. but there hasn't been as much activity and so I don't know for sure yeah. um and my heart is so still tied up in it that I have I still have friends in South Dakota where I'm too scared to ask them like have you gone into the store what does it look like and yeah so I need to just do it and find out because I'm so curious but I don't know if it's still running or not Okay. I hope so. It's needed. It was a small town. It's needed there. Yeah. So I'm assuming then your husband was kind of like brought up with more like natural healing and things like that. Yeah. So my mother-in-law is, um, she's an herbalist. She used to live in the cities and they actually just moved here. Um, so she, she knows so much about this stuff and I love learning from her. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. He, he, and my husband knows a lot about it too. Yeah. He was brought up in that. Okay. So were you brought up with more of like natural, natural? Um, in a different way. I grew up on a farm and my mom too is so, um, just like a pioneer woman. She's always made her, made her own food and canned things and things like that. So natural minded in that way, but less natural minded. And, you know, we would also identify plants in the woods and things like that, but, um, mm -hmm. less natural minded in that it, it just, just different, I guess, just different avenues. Okay. So not really the same as like a supplement kind of natural. Right. Gotcha. So going back to your, your profession, yeah. what, what are some of the most commonly asked questions that you receive? Um, most commonly asked questions, I guess. So should I just give like the top three? Yeah. <laughs> I would say the top three are, does it hurt? And I'll answer these two. Does it hurt when you get a massage? Should I tip? And am I supposed to talk during massage? That's just what I hear the most often. Those are not the most fun questions that I could think of to answer, but those are the most common. So um, the answers are no, it definitely should not hurt. And if it does, it's probably doing more harm than good. Um, no pain, no gain is not language that I use in my practice. Um, and it's a myth that the massage should be causing pain. Um, as far as tips go. I don't accept tips, but if you're going to a spa or, um, your, or most massage therapists, um, you would want to tip like 20%, just like hairstylists, uh, waitresses, nail techs, that kind of thing. Um, that's usually what I tell people, but I don't accept tips just cause I mean, it's easier for accounting. It's easier for just, I don't know, being straightforward for me. Um, but totally understand what people do. Um, and then the last one, am I supposed to talk during my massage? And I always answer this the same way too. Um, I'm a therapist who typically does not talk during a massage, um, except to ask about pressure occasionally, of course. Um, if you feel like talking, that's okay too. Um, I'm a normal human and I will respond if you talk to me. Um, and if halfway through you want to stop talking, that's fine. Um, but I always follow my client's lead on that. So I'd say those are the top three questions that I get asked. And probably actually also about shaved legs. Like, are you grossed out by people who don't shave their legs? And the answer is no, I could not care less. It's totally fine. <laughs> uh, those, are, those are some good questions because like, those are probably, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of thinking them, but. Yeah, totally. Yeah, actually, normal, normal stuff. Good. 
Um, so other than like the, the training that you do on your own, taking like learning different types of massages, do you all have to like stay up with different certifications, things like that? Yeah, so we do, so massage therapists have to do 24 hours of continuing education every two years. Um, so I'm always learning something. Um, right now, aside from Ashiatsu, I'm doing massage with my feet. I'm also learning, um, I'm taking a whole class about the parasympathetic nervous system, which I won't, we won't go into that again. <laughs> I don't want to bore anyone, but it's really fun for me. <laughs> um, so I'm doing that right now. Um, Otherwise, you know, I'll, yeah, so I just, we have to keep up on that. And I, I really do enjoy doing our continuing education. I would do it even if we didn't have to. It's just so fun for me. Good. That's how I, I pretty much feel too. Yeah. Like it's fun it to learn. It is fun. It is fun. Yeah. It's fun to like stay up to date and know it's all changing. And, and in this world, like in both of our worlds, that changes so much. We learn so much more about the body. So every year you learn more, you know. Science finds more stuff to tell us. <laughs> yes, or things change. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Are there any uh, books or podcasts that you you listen to or recommend? Um, so I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Most of them are about like the science behind massage and stuff. So I don't think I should recommend that. Um, but if I was going to recommend a fun podcast, I really like listening to, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's Annie F. Downs. That sounds fun. No. So that one's, it's fun. Like she just interviews random people. Um, and it is fun. She does a really good job. So I like that. Um, otherwise I listen to a lot of Ted talks. I recommend checking out the Ted talk website. I usually listen to a moment when I'm working out. I just listen to all of it. One time I listened to this guy who like climbs rocks, like freestyle without ropes. And it's terrifying. It was super fun to listen to. So I recommend looking that one up. <laughs> um, it was good too. So as far as books, I do a ton of reading. Um, usually I read, I mean, I just, I read a lot, but the book I would recommend is, uh, Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. I'm not sure if you've heard of that one. So he talks about the habit loop, which is a neurological pattern that, uh, governs any of your habits. Um, it's really complex and well-researched, but the way he delivers the information is so like practical and easy to understand. And I just found it really hard to put down and it's helpful for my life. So I would recommend that one. Perfect. What? So you listen to a lot of TED Talks other than the guy climbing the rocks. Do you have any other like <laughs> top ones that you recommend? Oh man. So Brene Brown did one on, I think it was on bravery maybe. Yeah. She, anything by Brene Brown. I love like, so she's done some. Um, I've listened to a lot about um, like public speaking because I'm nervous about public speaking. And so I find like maybe if I listen to enough stuff, I'll get better at it, which has not been the case, but <laughs> um, so that that's fun. They have a lot about like, the science behind sleeping or, oh gosh, I can't even think of all the other ones. There's just so many. There's so many good ones. Yeah. Like I usually go through like the top rated ones and like the top 15 are always so good. <laughs> good. I, uh, so I think, I mean, this was before I went to chiropractic school. I have listened to this one by Scott Dismore. Um, and he has since passed away, but he had a really good um, pad, or TED talk out there about finding something, finding something that like you're passionate about and yeah. doing work that you're passionate about. So that sounds good too. Yeah. They're always so inspiring. Yeah. And like they're, they're quick and like, yeah, they get a powerful message behind it. Yeah. All, so yes, it's, it's good stuff. Completely agree. So with life constantly is changing, 
what, and especially right now with the safer at home order, what is some of the most, or one or two of the most meaningful things in your life right now? Uh, most meaningful things in my life. Well, you know, with things changing with safer at home, you kind of realize how, I mean, I would have said this before too, but of course my family, um, so, so meaningful. I've got two little kids and getting to spend this time with my husband because he's working from home has been such a blessing. Um, it's been really hard. <laughs> There's been a lot of like, you know, trying times, but it's just been really good to be able to have this time together. Um, and it also makes me realize how much I miss my family. Like I've got um, grandparents that I can't see and aunts and uncles and my in-laws and my parents and um, friends. I just miss them so much. So those things just, you know, have come to the surface of how important it really is. Yeah. Right. That's what I, yeah. So I'd have to say that. Perfect. I think one of the things I was thinking about the other day was how before everything happened, we kept saying like, we're such a disconnected society. Yeah. And now like the fact that we can't see certain people, it's like, actually we were pretty connected to yes. like a core group of people. Yes. So, yeah. That's such a good point. Yeah. We were a lot more connected, I think, than, than we had thought. Yeah. We just, what are you? Yeah. What was that? I was to say, what are you finding important these days? Um, honestly, taking time to myself right now, which sounds, I feel like so weird, but like, I'm still open seeing patients and with seeing them, like there, there's a lot of stress going on in people's minds with the news. And obviously like this, this is scary for people. And, um, so not allowing to take in other people's emotions right now is, you know, taking time for like walks and meditation and going through like a yoga flow, things like that are um, what I'm finding to like keep my sanity and like keeping yeah. my like nervous system calm throughout this Absolutely. World. Way to go. So thank you for still serving your clients. That's so important. Thanks. Your, your patients. Um, so with, with everything with your job and I shouldn't say job, but career path. What are some of the biggest pain points or frustrations that you feel maybe around massage or healthcare, things like that? That's a really great question. So I'm excited to share that through all of, so let me back up. Massage therapy hasn't been highly regarded in the healthcare field until recently, um, which I think is really sad because it's so powerful when it comes to health. And I think that we're starting to make some breakthroughs there, but you know, when your profession is, I mean, I'm just going to say it is associated with prostitution. It's really hard to have people take you seriously and that there really is good work being done here. So as, as sad as the stay at home order and like the things that are happening with COVID-19, as sad as it is, um, I'm really excited to say that um, a lot of uh, massage um, businesses have been deemed as essential. Um, and I have closed my practice by choice um, just because I do work with a lot of at-risk people. I've got an immunocompromised daughter. Um, so I, I've closed because of those things, but it's really cool to hear that massage therapy is being considered essential. Even if we still choose to close for the safety of our clients, um, it's, it's great to know that we're being recognized as something that's important. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Good. I think, like I've seen some people comment um, obviously about massage. And I always say like, you know, don't judge the person for needing to be open. So another massage therapist being open because you don't know what their clients are going through and Absolutely. you don't know what they're, what they're helping relax that person through. 
um, whether that be like medications they're coming off of with their primary physician or some anxiety, depression, like, like it's not just for having a nice backdrop. Right. I, I think people are now realizing that there are so many more benefits to massage therapy than, yeah. than yes. what it had been seen in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So that excites me. I'm really, I'm really happy about that. And I still think like, like you said, we all as massage practitioners or as, you know, whatever business you have, if you're allowed to be open, you still need to make the best choice for your, your clients, yourself, your community. But yeah, I mean, we have to leave that. If you're deemed essential, then we leave that to those people to decide that. And there's no judgment here. Right. Perfect. All right. So let's get into the three truths. So I don't know if you oh, no. have listened to any of the other podcasts or, or whatnot, <laughs> but I did not send you this question. So <laughs> this one I had gotten from another podcast that I listened to that I really enjoyed, like the answers that other people have given. So, um, so it's called the three truths. So years and years down the line, you are with your children, your husband, your grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and you are able to give them three truths to live by, and they don't have any content or any information that you've already put out there. So it's just three like big truths or things to live by. Three, okay. Um, the first one that comes to my heart is find Jesus, like love Jesus. That, is, that would be the first truth that I would tell my family. Um, the second one would be love others, like assume good intentions, assume good in other people that we're all trying our best and we're all trying to help each other. Um, and the third one would be is to find joy and spread that joy. Um, find something that you are passionate about and that you can share with others that, you know, that ignites your heart and that you can ignite the hearts of others. Did I answer these questions right? Is this the direction I was supposed to go? There, there is no like... <laughs> It's whatever, however you want to interpret it. So that was perfect. Okay, so those are the three that come to mind. But now you know I'm going to like go on about my day and come up with other ones. I'm like, wait, I should have said this. <laughs> you can always message me later. What <laughs> okay. other things you okay. think of. Um, so how, and then another one, how would you define success? Um, I would define success as content I guess I don't know this is tricky too again I'm gonna to want to think on this but if I have to just give you my first answer it'd be contentment um finding something like having a life where you feel content and that you are growing um in whatever it is that you want to grow in um and and being able to help others I think that's a, a really I think that's a really successful person is if they're content and they're helping other people that's a huge success um, but you know, there's lots of different kinds of success. So that for me is what mine would be. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't have to be anything. Uh, it's just what you, what, how, if you find it, if you find success in it, like that's, that's what's yeah. most important. Yeah. Those are good questions. I'm going to take those and ask my family. <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, how would people be able to find you on online or social media? Yeah. Um, so you can find me, of course, at my website, which is www.jodyandersonlmt.com. Um, I'm on Facebook. It's Jody Anderson, Holistic and Health, Holistic Health and Massage for Women. I'm on Instagram, same handle. Actually, I think it's Jody Anderson LMT. Um, so you can find me any of those ways. Um, and when you get a hold of that stuff, if you find my phone number, you can always text me, call me, email me. I could obviously chat about the parasympathetic nervous system all day. So if you want to talk. <laughs> 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 
Um, Perfect. Any other words of wisdom you want to leave people with? Oh, gosh. I guess the only thing I can think of for this time is just keep taking good care of yourselves during, especially during, like you said, Dr. Jen, this during this time, like it is stressful. This is hard. It's different. So finding ways to care for yourself is really, really important. Um, and thank you to for staying open and serving your people and and helping them because it's so it's really important work that you do. Thank you, and thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. How fun! Wow, thank you so much for listening through in another episode. I had such an amazing time talking with Jody. I really loved hearing about what her mission is through massage therapy with helping women out. Um, I am also looking to do that through my mission through chiropractic, helping women and children. So I am so excited for her and I can't wait to meet up with Jody after this Safer at Home order lifts and chat more with her about the nervous system. So thank you again for listening through and have a great day. Thank you so much for listening in to Jamming with Jen, the podcast. If you've enjoyed the podcast, definitely hit that subscribe button or go ahead and leave a review. Every little bit helps. Stay tuned for the next episode on Jamming with Jen.